Well, good morning. This is, I cannot believe it, it is the 19th of October. This is Granny D, Dorcas Smith out of Plymouth, Michigan. I hope you're all well on this Monday morning. It's pouring here in Plymouth. It started raining last night and it hasn't stopped. So it's been a, a wet, wet, chilly, wet night. The fall is here and my goodness, we are almost at the end of our colors in, well, I've lost, I've got two trees that I just love that are almost empty. Makes me sad because they, they turn bright fluorescent orange. It's quite, it's quite impressive. All right. So happy fall. Where shall I start today? So what shall I tell you about? This week management call happens every day, weekdays at now. On the West Coast, it's 6.40. Oh, my gosh. For those of you who are here from the West Coast, I salute you. Because for me in Michigan, it's 9.40, which is certainly a whole lot better. You know what? I think we probably just live on the same time zone, except that mine is 9.40 and for you it's 6. You know, I think if I moved there, I'd probably wake up at this time, too. I'd probably wake up a lot earlier, take a long time to take to get used to the time change. So this call is five days a week, and thank you for being here. So what do I want to talk to you about today? Um, I'll be speaking to you twice this week, so we'll go back into attention on the second event. But today I wanted to talk about two things. One, foods, eight foods that can help to lower your cholesterol. And obviously, real food is what it's all about. I have an issue because I have family cholesterol and I cannot fix it on my own. So I've actually had to start um, taking a small medication, which for me is, I kind of feel, I failed. I didn't do it. But here are some foods that will help. Your total cholesterol may rise with age. It is the LDL or harmful cholesterol that you have to keep an eye on. Low-density lipoprotein LDL collects along the walls of your arteries and can trigger, can trigger inflammatory response that boosts your risk for having a heart attack. So we don't want to do that. According to Harvard Health, your LDL should be 100 mg or DL, or lower. Changing your diet may keep your numbers in check, says Kathy McManus, good Irish name, or maybe it's a Scottish name, director of the Department of Nutrition at Brigham and Women's Hospital. As the American Heart Association has noted, you'll get the biggest bang for your buck by lowering saturated fat and replacing it with unsaturated fat, said the dietitian. Cut back on meat, cheese, high dairy products like butter and ice cream. Avoid refined carbohydrates like white bread and pasta, which are low in fiber and can trigger weight gain. The following foods are good sources of unsaturated fat or fiber, sometimes both, and can help to keep your cholesterol under control. Number one, Susan, we know this one, oatmeal. Start your day with a, with a bowl of steel-cut old-fashioned oats, say the experts at Harvard Health, topped with sliced bananas or chop, chopped dried fruit. 
the other day we had at it, and we had blueberries and walnuts on top. Avocado, the creamy flesh, that's number two, is rich in mono, mono unsaturated fat and also contain insoluble fiber. Avocados also have more potassium than bananas. Potassium is a crucial mineral that helps regulate blood pressure, which is a major risk factor for heart attacks. Nuts. Make sure you chew them up well. According to Healthline, nuts are rich sources of fiber and can lower your cholesterol and triglyceride levels. Almonds and hazelnuts have been shown to raise levels of HDL or good cholesterol. Tasty macadamia nuts have been scientifically proven to reduce overall cholesterol levels as much as as a low-fat diet. Here we go again. Okay, G-bombs. Number four is berries. Because these fruits are packed with tiny seeds, their content is higher than most fruit. One study, according to Healthline, showed that participants who drank a beverage made with freeze-dried strawberries lowered their LDL cholesterol by 11 points in eight weeks. Number five, white beans. This variety of beans is also called navy beans and ranks the highest in fiber content, according to Harvard Health. Add them to your soups or salads. Number six, carrots. Not only are they a good food for your eyes, but carrots have insoluble fiber that does your heart good. Number seven, cauliflower. This hearty, cruciferous vegetable that's chock full of fiber makes an excellent substitute for white rice. You can buy the vegetable already riced in frozen food in the frozen food section of your supermarket or whirl it in a food processor. I happen to have a packet in my freezer. In fact, I have two. Salmon. This is something that I am negligent in. Salmon is number eight. The heart... The American Heart Association recommends eating fish two times a week, particularly fatty fish like salmon, to lower LDL levels. Fatty fish are higher in omega-3 fatty acids, which fight inflammation and remove triglycerides from the blood. So there's my little piece on how to... to to get your cholesterol or to work on your cholesterol going down in the different foods. And I'll just say them for you again. Whoops, here we go. Where did they put them all? Okay, one, oatmeal. Two, avocados. Three, nuts. Four, berries. Five, white beans. Six, carrots. Seven, cauliflower. And eight, salmon. So, there you go. Now, what I wanted to do quickly today is to go back over those exercises that I was talking about last week that I've learned from Nikki. And someone texted me, one of of our regular listeners, I think it was Nick, who said, it's very hard to figure out what what to do when you're just talking about it. So I thought, I'm going to talk about it a couple more times till you get it. So, because it took me, it's, taken me a while to figure this out myself. So, as I'm talking to you, I'm going to do it. So, if you can get on the, if you can do with me 
as I do, that would be awesome. You do need a chair or a, a wall. You need a wall, a chair, and you need or a banister of some sort that you can hold on to. So the first one is squats. Now, I have not been very good at squats. So that's where I need a chair. And what I do when I have do my squats is I stand there. Now, make sure your feet, I learned this from my chiropractor, are just a little wider than your shoulders. And you sit down and you stand up. Sit down and you stand up. Sit down and you stand up. And you almost bounce up. Do that ten times, three times a day. So everything is ten times, three times a day. Lunges. Lunges were such a struggle for me. I could not figure out how to do them. So again, stand with your feet apart. Hold on to a chair. All right, you're going to do 10. But 10 is 20, actually, because it's 10 for each side. So you hold on to your chair. I'm going to start with my right foot. Step backwards so that your toe is bent. And then you lean back a little bit so that your front leg is straight, your back leg is slightly bent, and then dip. Come forward. Left leg. Step back so that you're on your toe. All right, so you lean back a little bit and dip. I could not do that. I could not figure it out again. So you step back, lean, go back a little bit so that your body is centered and dip straight down. And you can do it. You get really good at it. What's amazing is that I did not realize how good I would get at doing this. All right, where's my next one? Ten times. Ten for each side. The next one is a deadlift. Now, I have my weights, so I stand, pick up my weights, and I stand with my legs, again, straight. My feet are apart. The toes are out slightly. And I've got my, my weights. Now I'm going to bend at the waist so that I am at a right angle. I hang my, my hands down, and I lift up, and then I drop. And I lift up, and I drop. And this is what um, Nikki calls deadlift back stretches. You lift up both, and then you drop them. You lift, and you are at a right angle, and then you stop ten times. The next one are wall push-ups. Well, I haven't, you're supposed to do planks, but I haven't got there yet. I am not. That has always been my issue. So what I do is I, again, I stand at the wall. My feet are slightly wider than my shoulders, toes, toes out. This is my new stuff from my chiropractor. And I'm about two feet out from the wall. I lean forward and I do my wall presses. All right, and I can actually, when I do this, I can often hear my spine and my shoulders doing a little bit of self-releasing ten times. Now, the next one is a back stretch. So, again, I'm standing. I pick up my weights. I now am on weights. My feet, again, are slightly wider than my shoulder, toes out. Bend at the waist, at the hips, so that you're at a right angle and your hands are hanging down. 
And then what you're going to do is you're just going to stretch down and back up to your knees. Stretch down to your calves, up to your knees. Stretch down to your calves, up to your knees. Ten times. These are not hard. They really aren't. But I'll tell you, for the first two weeks I was doing these, oh my goodness, I was aching all over. But now I've added a few other things from what Nikki has said. And the two that I particularly like, okay, there's three of them. There's the door stretch, there's a hamstring stretch, and then there's a glute stretch. The door stretch is very easy. You stand at a door, your feet are, again, slightly wider than your shoulders. You're about, for me, I'm about a foot away from the door. I take a step forward and I stretch. And where you're stretching is the front of your leg, the opposite leg, the leg that's back, it's straight. The frontward leg is, so what I'm doing, okay, so I'm trying to just do, I'm doing this as I'm describing it to you. My right leg goes forward. I lean forward and I get a stretch on my shoulders and my chest, but I'm also getting a stretch on my left hip. I step back, put my left leg forward, stretch forward, so I'm pushing on my, I'm pushing forward and I'm getting a stretch across my chest and I'm getting a stretch down the right leg. Next one. I'm having a blank. So I can't remember what I do for my hamstring. Oh, I know, hamstring stretch. That's easy. Again, I have to hold on to something. Legs slightly apart. Now, I'm going to start with my right foot. And I have, I'm going to stand. I'm going to, okay, so I'm leaning to my left leg. I pick up my right foot and I pull it all the way to the back so that my right hand is holding my toes. All right, and I'm pulling my leg all the way up to my butt and I stretch. And you feel it along the whole front of your body. All right, again, now I count to 20 for this one. All right, and then I turn around. I pick up my left foot on the toe and it's my heel is touching my butt and I'm stretching so this is a I think this is a hamstring stretch and the last one is and I really want you to get this one this is a glute stretch you lie on the floor and your legs are not straight your legs are your feet are flat on the floor and you now uh, what you do is you take your right foot and you cross it over your left leg. So therefore, you're making a four. On your left leg, you reach behind your thighs, and you hold. And there you have a stretch. And what I do is I count to 10, and then I stretch a little tighter. And then I count to 10, and I stretch a little tighter. When I go back down, I make a four on the other side, so my right leg is... My right foot is flat on the floor. My left leg, I cross my leg over the left leg over the right, so it makes a four. I reach behind my right leg, and I pull up. 
my head is on the floor. And then I pull, I count to 10, and then I stretch. And I think that eventually I will lift my head because I think that will add to the stretch, but I'm not there yet. All right. And I can't, and you know what? I told you 20. I actually do 30 of the hamstring stretches and 30 of the glute stretches because I do 10 and I pull a little tighter. 10 and I stretch a bit more and then 10 and I stretch again. And there you have it. I have now been doing these for the first ones, the first, the first um, five I've been doing now for about three weeks. And the other ones, the door stretch, the hamstring stretch. Well, I've been doing the door stretch forever. I do that all the time. And then the hamstring stretch and the glute, stre- the glute stretch or flexibility is a build-up. Um, I used to do them, and now I'm back doing them again. So I've been doing those for a week, and I notice the difference. So there you are. All right, let me take us off mute. I hope you enjoyed that. I've been longer than I intended, but there you are. I hope you enjoyed what you learned. And I really did it again because of the fact that we had a friend who said it was hard to understand how to do all the exercises. And if you like it, I'll do it again so that you can hear it, because if you remember, it takes 20 times to learn something new. Good review. Love it. The next time, I'll probably do it again next week, so be prepared to get on the floor and to do, or to do everything with me so that you can feel it. And what I did, when, when Nikki was telling us, I wrote everything down. I, like, I would write it, and then I would do the exercise. It took me a while to learn. It really did. So it's, but it's, it's, and it's so easy. And now I have three reminders, one at nine, one at noon, and one at seven to do these. And because my reminders come on my phone and I see it, I do it. And that's the best thing. It's like my Fitbit. It holds me accountable. So I hope you have a lovely day. Tomorrow will be Nikki Coyne and Zoom. Um, as far as I know, her Zoom is still good because there have been some Zoom attacks. Uh, they are now changing the code more, re- more, reg- more frequently. And as that happens, I'll let you know. So have a great day, everybody. Facebook Live will be on momentarily. And thank you so much for listening to a much longer uh, presentation than I intended. But ah, it works. I hope you're well. Have a great, have a great week. Granny D signing out.